Welcome to the Wish Well Podcast, a women's integrative summit on health and wellness. A podcast hosted by Dr. Michelle Dang, a board-certified anesthesiologist and pain management physician with additional fellowship training in integrative medicine. This podcast will feature weekly episodes with women from all walks of life discussing their health and wellness journeys. Hi everyone, I hope you all are doing well. Welcome to episode number 37, Effortless Meditation and Spirituality with Dr. Simran Ratan. I just want to say that this past week has been completely out of sorts for me. I had so much going on with work and some personal stuff going on, so I have felt so disorganized and I want to thank my coach again, Miriam, for recommending this planner for me that has truly changed my life. Um, Definitely don't get any type of kickbacks for this, but it's called the Panda Planner, and you basically can write down all the things that you need to do, and you can just wipe it off with a moist towel, and then you can start over. And so I carry it around with me everywhere and I've used it for about a week and a half or so and it has definitely helped keep me on track with all the things that I have going on. And I don't know about you all, but I have a million thoughts going on. I have a million ideas and I have a million things that I still need to do that I will forget to do because I'm the person who never opens up my calendar and checks on the things that I am supposed to do. So I miss appointments or I'm late or I forget to give my dogs their heartworm medicine because I never check my calendar. So I have to say this planner has truly helped me and helped motivate me to check things off of my to-do list. So that is what's been going on with me. And other than that, I'm hanging in there. I have a lot of stuff going on and I want to do more with wish well so again i am so grateful for those of you who have been following along every week for these episodes there are so many more exciting guests coming up and i'm super excited to hopefully start recording for season two coming up so that's also on my to-do list so Without further ado, though, I want to welcome you to this episode, and I think this is an important episode when it comes to your spiritual health and also with meditation. I know I recorded this about four or five months ago, so it's been a while, but I think the message is really important, so I hope that you all enjoy this episode and tune in every week. Remember to leave a rating and and review. I truly appreciate it. And I also appreciate all the little messages I've gotten as well. So I'm glad that you all are enjoying this podcast. So a little bit about Dr. Rattan. She is an integrative family medicine physician, integrative health and wellness coach, and inspirational leader and speaker. Her areas of expertise include women's health, preventive medicine, and mind, body, and spiritual health. She is Canadian board certified in family medicine and is also board certified in health and wellness coaching. She completed her integrative health coaching certification and a fellowship in integrative medicine from the Andrew Weil Center of Integrative Medicine. 
She is an American Board of Integrative Medicine diplomat with the American Board of Physicians and Specialties and also holds advanced certification in bioidentical hormone replacement. Dr. Rattan uses integrative health coaching and motivational interviewing to support her patients in achieving their health and personal goals. Dr. Rattan has been meditating for over 25 years, is a spiritual elder and meditation teacher of vibrant celestial meditation, and a level one Tai Chi instructor. She is passionate about helping people connect with their deeper value. You can follow along uh, on Instagram. Her Instagram handle is Simran Rattan MD. And also her website is spiritualityismedicine.com. I really enjoyed recording this episode with her. We chatted a little bit about Tai Chi, which I think is a wonderful type of movement therapy. And it's not just elderly Asian folks doing it. Um, I think that it's really great to move your body in a gentle way and also be able to have that movement in your body. So please enjoy this episode and tune in every week for more episodes. Take care. Hi, everyone. It's Dr. Michelle Dang with the Wishful Podcast. I'm here today with Dr. Simran Rattan. Um, Dr. Simran is Dr. Rattan is a, a board-certified family medicine physician, but she also completed her fellowship in integrative medicine, as well as her integrative health coaching program. She has been leading meditation for a very long time, as well as um, a Tai Chi instructor, which is very cool. Um, she and I actually did uh, completed the integrative medicine fellowship program in the same year. She was just a few months before me, so we never officially met, but I'm yes. very happy to have her on this show. So welcome, Simran. How are you? Good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Awesome. So glad to have you. And we'll jump right in and um, tell us a little bit about uh, your health and wellness journey. What a uh, couple of words or phrases describe your journey and we'll just kind of chat. Okay. Um, well, I definitely say meditation and spirituality. Um, and I say those words because um, I guess my story is a little bit more unique. I mean, I mean, no, I know normally we we, we kind of find like troubles and then we go to those type of things. They like go to our meditation or try to find our purpose and meaning. But I mean, my story, story is a little bit unique because I ended up um, having generations in my family meditate. And so I was actually very exposed to this at a very young age. And I had all these, um, I guess, mentors that like my parents and my grandparents who used to really get into spiritual health. So what I really enjoyed about that was that it allowed me to go through my, my, my life, um, even when I got into challenges and troubles with an anchor in something that could bring me back pretty quickly. And so my journey started actually first with the spiritual, um, mm -hmm. uh, how to connect spiritually. And I used to get really curious on how is it that I can, um, you know, connect the mind, the body and the spirit. So, you know, many times we, we look at the mind, the body, but when we think of spirit, we think it's, you know, maybe, you know, something esoterical or something totally out ethereal, I should say, actually, mm -hmm. you know, um, but what I was thinking about it um, now, at least, is about what gives people meaning and what gives people purpose and how are we um, getting those needs of our spirit met, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it's not, and for some, it might include religion. It may include um, a certain faith and philosophies in uh, that they followed all through their life. Um, and so I think it's like thinking a different approach to it. And so that is how my journey started was that I actually learned meditation first, um, wanting to go into medicine to um, help people in all aspects, body, mind, and spirit. But then when I went into medicine, I didn't actually learn any of that. 
um, which is why I went into integrative medicine to learn the connection between the body, the mind, um, and the spirit. And again, um, I had to do a little bit more digging on the spiritual health particularly because um, even though, I mean, I, I love the program and I had some good spiritual um, health modules in there, I had to do more because most people, when we look, think of spirituality, we think of it, or in, especially in health, it's, it's in the times when we're in distress. But I was really interested in prevention. How can we help people as they go through um, their journey, stay resilient and be able to be connected to some deeper place within that anchors them? Um, and that, cause that's what I went through. And, and, you know, I, of course we've all had challenges. It's not like I've, you know, I had meditated and therefore I didn't have challenges. You know, mm -hmm. I think sometimes I think when you're in that path and you're in that meditation path, you actually get more challenges sometimes because you're more aware of things. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so go ahead. Yeah. So um, I guess I just kind of want to go back to, you mentioned going into family medicine and then doing integrative medicine and getting into more spiritual health after that. And um, were you actually practicing family medicine before you decided oh, yeah. to kind of do a little bit more? Um, did you feel like you needed that personally as well? Um, well, yeah, you know, um, I went into, I, I actually got exposed to the Andrew Well program in my residency in the US. I spent a year in the residency in the US, and then I actually changed and went to Canada. So I actually got exposed to it in there. Um, but and I in my family medicine residency, I was supposed to go through their program um, as a resident, but I ended up coming to um, Canada and finishing my just you know, conventional family medicine, uh, went out to practice. And it was actually um, after I had my first kid, um, did I actually go through like, you know, I actually had a little, whole bunch of blood loss. Um, I think I was like hemorrhaging and nobody was listening to me. I was telling them that I am, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm a small person, by the way, I'm five foot two. So, so I kept that saying, sounds really traumatic. Yeah, I was like, exactly. Right. And I had like this, I had this, like, I'm like, this baby's large and my husband's six, four. That's why oh I thought, my gosh. yeah. So I was like, Oh, um, uh, you know, I kept telling the, you know, the, 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 um, the, the physicians out there that, you know, I think this baby's big. They're like, no, 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 it's your first baby. You're, don't worry about it. And, and so, you know, I, it, you're in it, Canada at this time. Yeah, I'm in Canada. Okay. Yeah. I'm in, yeah. And I was at Canada at this time. And so I was like, okay, can someone, um, you know, kind of listen to me, right? Um, mm -hmm. Really just listen to what I'm saying. And, and I don't know if it was like, actually, you think that because I was a physician, um, you might be heard more. It's actually, I think it's a bit of the opposite. It's funny, right? Um, yes. <laughs> it's like, it's like, actually, we don't, we don't, we're not actually listening to our colleagues either, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, so anyways, of course, you know, then the, the little one came out. Um, she was big, by the way, she was nine pounds. And Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So I was right. <laughs> so I was like, I was very intuitive too. I was like, this baby's big. And they're like, no, 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 it's not. I'm like, can we just get an ultrasound, please? Or they're like, no. So I was like, fine. So, um, you know, with all that said, you know, um, and I went through the whole like afterwards bleeding and nobody was listening to me then. I'm like, I think I'm bleeding too much. Cause I did OB. I didn't deliver babies, but I did a lot of OB. Um, uh, and I did a lot of OB in residency and gynecology. I do a lot of gynecology stuff. So I was like, this baby is definitely big. And I, when I was bleeding, I was saying, this is way too much. So ultimately in the end, they, you know, no one listened to me. I hemorrhaged. I went home by the way and hemorrhaged at home, not in the, in the hospital. And I Goodness. thought about, yeah, I know this is where I went. This, I know it's such a traumatic story, but, like, <laughs> but, but somewhere inside, and this is where I was saying like that, you know, it's unique in the sense, cause it was this, my, 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 my spirit and my ability to stay, um, I guess, calm and peaceful was okay. My body felt like crap. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, but mentally and spiritually, I was feeling okay. I was just, I just was kind of like, I needed to conserve my energy. And that really helped me to understand when people are suffering, because I knew that at that moment, when I was going through all this, that 
I had to really pick and choose what it is that's really important right now for me to express, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, and I, the reason why I'm bringing the story up is because I realized that that maybe I was not even doing that with my patients sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, oh my God, there's times when maybe I've dismissed my patients, even though I still try to be a lot more aware of it. You know, sometimes we get tired when we're doing family medicine. It's like person in, person out. And I don't know, I know in the U.S., because I did train some in the U.S., it's a little different. But in Canada, we see like in walk-ins, we see like 60, 70 people a day sometimes. You know, we see, we have our, our normal family medicine day could have 40 people on it right? So you're going through people really fast and you only spend 10 minutes with them, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And, and so that's kind of like a big flip over for family. And that's when I realized I can't do, family medicine is not going to allow me to have the time to do this and give the time to listen. Although I still, after, that's when I went into integrative medicine and I realized I need to do, be able to spend longer time um, for, with that. So, and, and, and bring into the spiritual health because my my importance was not being, and my dignity was not being looked at um, when I was in the hospital or when I was sick. I had to go back like a few days later and tell them I told you <laughs> I was bleeding. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, you were fine. I'm like, no, I'm not. Go look at my hemoglobin. My, my colleague called me. I actually walked into the clinic um, in my own clinic and said, can you take my blood? I couldn't even walk, by the way. My husband had to like literally carry me there. And he's like, can we go to the ER? I'm like, no, because, <laughs> you know, we're being physicians. So. Yeah. Um, and literally, um, uh, they took it and I got a phone call from the lab at like, I think midnight. And I'm like, why are they calling me? I'm like on maternity leave. Because, you know, Canada would get maternity leave. And, um, and you, can, like, you guys get a whole year, right? <laughs> well, we don't, I mean, as physicians, we're technically self-employed. So it's uh, not exactly mm -hmm. that. We get some pay, though. We definitely get like three months um, given to us by government. It's like $1,000 a week or something, which is not bad, right? Mm -hmm, um, yeah. Rather than nothing. Um, but but ultimately, um, you know, we do, I mean, we our jobs should technically be secure if you're on maternity leave. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but anyway, so I, they called and I was like, oh, they're calling me about a patient. I'm not even at, I'm at work. Right. And I didn't realize the patient was me. They were oh calling goodness. me to tell me to go to the eMERGE. Right? So, uh -huh. <laughs> so yeah, so I kind of um, ended up deciding, okay, integrative medicine is what I always wanted to do. I got exposed to it when I was in the U.S. And I always believed that the spiritual health is really important. And this incident really made me more um, inclined to listen mm -hmm. to the needs of my parent patients, not just their physical needs, because there are needs that are behind those physical needs. Like, for example, you know, I've had patients come in who are, you know, have everything in their life, they're successful, everything's going on. And they're like, I feel like something's missing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so I explore that now with them. And that's why I did the coaching is was to kind of figure out how can I get them to be inspired um, and let them know they really help their expertise come out, not my expertise, their expertise, because, mm -hmm. and I think that really changed. And I know a lot of my family um, patients afterwards who I saw after my integrated medicine, I didn't transition straight into integrated medicine. I still was doing family medicine while I was doing integrated medicine. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I started to really work with my patients to really listen to what it is that they're saying. And a lot of them noticed like, you know, Dr. Dan, you really changed after your, your, your babies. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, did, I mean, I, you know, some of them, they we shared stories because we started realizing that part of that is really important, right? Mm -hmm. um, to, to, to be able to help them uh, understand what it is that they want. I, I started to think, listen to what their needs were. Like, uh, you know, maybe it's the need of um, purpose. Maybe it's the need for um, finding meaning. You know, what is, what are, what's that underlying thing? Because sometimes you get these frequent flyers. And I think as a physician, we all know these people that always come in, no matter what, don't really have much to say, but they come in, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and a part of that, I started listening to what it was. And I realized the more I could sit there and be present in a way that was a little bit more than what I used to be, um, 
I found that I was able to now listen to what that deeper need was for them, what the need of their spirit was. And, and, and I was always interested in that. So then I actually started going into um, looking for, um, you know, ways of like, where's the evidence, right? Because we're mm-hmm. all physician minded. Where's the evidence on this? And um, I, I did the George Washington Institute of Spiritual Health. They have an interprofessional curriculum um, on spiritual health. And I did that. Um, and I started to do more research in that. And of course, each good medicine program really helps also to add to that knowledge. And I kind of, that's where I kind of ended up saying, okay, this is what I have to do is, is help people um, be heard, but not just heard, like they have to be seen by themselves, like they have to be able to see themselves. Mm-hmm. And part of medicine, and I think the hospital care and medicine in general is everyone who's coming to us is sick, right? Mostly, mm-hmm. you know, um, and how can we ease um, their suffering along their journey? I think that's really interesting. And, you know, common misconception, I think for people in general is when you think of, when you say spiritual, they immediately think of religious and they're, they're a little bit different. Right. Um, and so I really don't know a whole lot about the spiritual health aspect of it, like spiritual medicine. What exactly is that? Like, what do you do whenever you talk to a patient and incorporate spiritual health? So, so, um, you know, um, I actually, I actually have this Facebook group that I do that in, um, I help spiritual, um, I help physicians learn how to incorporate into their spiritual, uh, spiritual health into their practice. And what we look at there is, uh, you know, I have tried to do a few things, like, first of all, get personal spiritual health for them, but also look at like the questions to ask, right? Because we've not been trained. And that's why most physicians or healthcare providers in general are not asking their patients, but the patients want to know. And I actually call patients health partners, because they are our partners. And you probably understand that more than anyone, because it's integrated medicine, right? There are, mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're partners, and they asking them questions, like, what gives you um, purpose? What gives you meaning in your life? And so one of my first, on my first visit, a person comes in, I kind of do a bit of like a coaching slash spiritual health um, assessment as well. So there's something called the FICA um, and there's like, there's um, things called hope. There's um, camps as well. There's a whole bunch of different assessments that you can use to incorporate into it. And some of those questions would be like, you know, the first question is, you know, are you spiritual or are you religious? Now I used to have some issues um, getting some responses from that because pe- some people would say neither, right? Right. I'm not spiritual. I'm not religious. What do you do with that? So, you know, it takes time to kind of be able to, but as a, if you get comfortable with incorporating it into your health, you won't, uh, more people than not actually want to be asked. And that's what the evidence is showing that more health partners or patients want to be asked about their spiritual health. So asking them, maybe not, I, if they'd say they're neither, I kind of explore that a little bit more. What do you mean um, by, you know, spiritual health? What do you think spiritual health is first? And then they talk to me about spirituality and what they think it is. And you're right. A lot of common things is that, you know, it's either that you believe in some God or something higher than you, or um, you believe um, in a religion is what mm-hmm. I get a lot. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. I say, well, okay, well, what if we, what if I um, you know, told you that it could be something like what gives you meaning and purpose? And they're like, huh, okay, yeah. And then they're listening, right? And, it's, and there's a lot of people and more people than not, and I think as um, healthcare providers, we forget that more people than not are actually quite open, right? Mm-hmm. They, they want to be explored, but they want all, they want a holistic approach to their care. They really do. And a part of that is understanding there's like what, what is their strengths, right? And their strengths and their spiritual strengths. And so I ask them things like, what gives them meaning in their life? What gives them purpose? What do they love to do? What do they love to feel? And sometimes I get my most amazing thing. I feel completely alive because that's another question um, when I am out with nature, right? Mm-hmm. And, I, and then we'll, we'll explore that. What do you mean that you are, um, when you're out in nature, like, well, I feel this connectedness, you know, I feel like there is this um, feeling of being able to have this deep 
peace that comes from, I don't know, but I just feel that. That's what I always get. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, um, you know, in some ways, um, what do you think about nature that helps you to kind of get, to keep you calm? And they're like, well, it's the ability for me to just um, be with myself. And I go, well, isn't that kind of spiritual? And they're like, yeah, I guess it is. It gives me some meaning and purpose, right? Yeah. So it's it's so it's kind of like a different way of approaching it. Now, you know, if I also listen though for people's words, if they're really like hard, like against the word spiritual, we won't use that word, right? Mm -hmm. We'll use something else. And I think it's really it's kind of getting comfortable. I mean, I'll tell you, I wasn't always comfortable with it, but I had to try it out. So I just kept trying different things and then learning about more and trying it with my 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 patients and or my health partners. And I found that they they're all been really responsive and it's both males and females. And I know a lot of people ask me, is it just the females that seem to be open to it? Cause they're more in touch with their feelings. I'm like, no, you'll be surprised how the men enjoy being asked. What do they love to do? I mean, the feeling question they're like, huh, no one's asked me, how do I feel? What do I love to feel? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, I get things like I like to feel clear. I like to have clarity. So interesting. So, so then, um, after you did your spiritual health, um, you decided to do integrative health coaching program as well. Yeah. So I kind of, spiritual health was kind of always going on. I was always like studying mm -hmm. that, um, while I was doing, uh, integrative medicine. And then I did the integrative health coaching right after my integrative medicine and the spiritual mm -hmm. health was, I've kind of been doing that for a longer time. Um, I mm -hmm. did that actually before my integrative medicine, I was always curious, okay. yeah. but that just kind of triggered me to go more into it. So how has your practice changed since um, doing the integrative medicine, the health coaching, adding a little bit of the spiritual aspect? Uh, so, you know, I'm still, I'll be honest, I'm still trying to develop a spiritual health program that's just a program for people and it's more concentrated on the spiritual health. But for integrative medicine, it's changed completely. And so I still add the spiritual health in almost like a generalist, right? We're like a mm -hmm. bit of a generalist still, still like family medicine. It's still family medicine. It's just a little bit more... Um, in more details right um and i get to spend that time so what i do is like people come in and we have um uh we have a whole team we have like a whole exercise physiology team we have we work with nutrition um we look at the sleep we look at resiliency we look at hormones we look at everything and try to kind of um get people to prevent themselves from getting sick as they age so um and that means like we're not trying to i guess uh, we're not going to try to decrease we're not going to stop death right? We're right. going to only be able to help you live that life to so that when you do end up dying, it's not a crash landing, you know, it's a real mm -hmm. smooth landing and that you are able to live the healthiest, most vital, um, long life that you can. And, and a part of that is when you're living that long life, I mean, who wants to live a long life and not have meaning and purpose, right? right. And and so that's why I think it's so important that I explore that aspect. So that's what I do. I do, we do the, we do, we put everything together. And now I pretty much only practicing um, the integrative medicine part uh, of basically spending at least an hour with my patient. Um, and then follow-ups are like half an hour just to kind of go through there. There's a team. We all work together um, to, to make this person have their optimal health. I think that's really great. I mean, I think that's what we're missing or we've been missing for quite a long time in medicine, because like you said earlier, if you have a clinic where it's in and out, you're bringing the patient, there's like 60, 70 patients a day. You only have five or 10 minutes to spend with each patient. You're just basically refilling medications. I mean, it becomes a blur and, and you, you, it's hard um, to see beyond just, you know, writing the script, you know, and the fact that you are you've transitioned now to doing primarily, you know, all integrative medicine, being able to spend that time with that patient. I think that that's so important. Um, and it does like you, you know, with all the spiritual health, I mean, it does contribute or, and uh, in a positive way. Um, yeah. And I actually get now to even spend time uh, doing meditation with them. 
which was, I didn't have time to do that. Like I, yeah. I can, I can do these sessions with them, which we never had in family medicine. That's great. And so I kind of want to shift gears a little bit. I know we spent a lot of time talking about um, the patient side of it. Um, yeah. How has your personal life and, and your own journey changed with all the things that you're doing now? Oh yes. Yeah. So that's a, I mean, obviously from that traumatic experience I had, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like, I mean, spiritual health is important, but so is your body. And so is your mind. Right. Yes, yeah. And, and I think the body expect, I always believe the mind and the spirit was very important, but the body was like real. I'm like, oh my God, I need to gain my strength. I couldn't even pick up the baby carriage. Right. Like it was like, um, cause I was so weak and I was like, Oh my God. And that actually transformed me to really, and I mean, I actually didn't do Tai Chi before that. So that really inspired me. I need to get myself into shape physically uh-huh. because I, if you know, I want, I, cause I'm also vegetarian by the way. Right? So I know that didn't contribute cause you get iron deficiency and all that stuff if you don't take care of yourself. Right. Uh-huh. And, and so I, um, I was really like, um, inspired from that moment on that this I'm going to keep myself fit physically Mm -hmm. um, and how it's so important to have a physical body that is fit um, as well as um, a mental and spiritual fitness and so that's how I got into like doing tai chi and um, uh, you know I started running with my husband a little bit but you know it didn't really align with my values and beliefs as much as tai chi did right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so I started to do the tai chi and became an instructor I'm actually trying to I haven't had time this past month but I was trying to do my um, my second exam so I can be instructor level two um, and then go into level three and four. So my, my goal is to hopefully get that. And that really changed because it really made me understand that even new, I mean, obviously I was, I've not been bad with nutrition. I've actually been pretty good with most of my nutrition because I eat a lot of vegetables and mm-hmm. do all the, like the, the balance. So that wasn't really a problem for me. It was more like the exercise. It was like most people I used to think like, Oh, I have to go exercise, right? You know? Yeah, and, like you have to go. <laughs> like I have to do this, not because yeah. I enjoyed it, right? And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm thinking about spiritual health. We've got to do what's meaningful to me. And so I was like, how do I align my values and my belief with this? And what I realized was why I love Tai Chi is that first of all, I didn't realize it was a martial art until I started doing it. I was like, wow, it's a martial art. And I was always been interested in martial art. And then on top of it, it's like the most slowest thing. So people are like saying, How are you even going to enjoy this? I'm like, well, because it actually aligns with my values where it's extremely effortless, but with the most power. So when you speed it up, you're technically not using a lot of your energy to um, get that power um, when you're doing martial art. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is where it aligned. And I started realizing this is again, goes back to that. How can I help my, my, my um, um, just people in general and myself Mm -hmm. and lead my life from a place that even not just in my spiritual life, but in everything that I do, make sure what I do is in line with my meaning. Did you have any prior exposure to Tai Chi? I'm just curious. No, oh, just from the, just the integrative medicine. <laughs> okay. The fellowship. I saw it there. I was like, that looks kind of cool. That's it. Right. And then I was like, uh, and I didn't do it. And I remember I actually started in, um, during my fellowship because I was like, I need to, cause I actually was sec- pregnant with my second kid during the fellowship. Oh, so, okay. um, so I was like, okay, I need to start this. So right after my, my second kid came out, I'm like, Oh, this is interesting. And so I just kind of looked it up around here and did it. And, and I remember going back for my, 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 um, uh, I guess my, uh, I guess in the graduation for, um, uh-huh. for integrative medicine. And I remember, uh, saying to everyone, because I had lost 25 pounds just through Tai Chi, and people were shocked. How can you do that through Tai Chi? I'm like, it's not easy. It's a hard art, 
right? It's funny um, because I live in Houston and yeah. um, in our Chinatown, there's yeah. always these older yeah. Asian, Asian men and women doing this, you know? And, yeah. and so that's why I was curious because I don't yeah. think I met anybody who um, has become a Tai Chi instructor. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. And well, you know, the thing is that my, um, I actually first started one because I thought this looked cool, but second I was, my parents are getting older and I knew that I need to get them to exercise because I knew how much it was important for me for my body to start feeling good. So I was like, okay, this is good. I'll go with my parents. We'll be some bonding. I'll help them out. So I'll go with them for the Tai Chi classes. That's actually how I started um, to go um, more consistently. Like I have to go because my parents are going to be there and they want me there. Right. So I went and then in the end, they love it. They still do it. And I, I'm in a different class because I've advanced. Right. But I was just like, but basically I do, I do, I do it and they do it separately. Now they don't need me. And that's how I actually ended up being, oh my God, I love this. Cause you know, you can do Tai Chi sword. You can, so I do Chen sword, uh, Yang sword. I've learned those. Um, I mean, I'm still learning it, but I think I've learned how to do them. Um, uh, spear. So people don't realize it's more to Tai Chi than just the movement. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, do, you, do you bring this to your practice, to your patients? Do you teach them any Tai Chi moves? So we just yeah. opened a gym upstairs um, and uh, in, in the clinic um, to help do exercise, exercise physiologists work with them. And we were talking about it, but then the COVID hit. So we haven't opened anything up and we were thinking about trying to do maybe at least, cause I, I can just teach the basics right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I, you know, we were thinking about whether we would do that, but it's just, again, trying to find that time right now. I'm just doing it more personally. Very cool. Yeah. So we're, we're just a few minutes out before we run out of time. And I wanted mm-hmm. to get a chance to ask you if you have any advice that you can offer to others who may be uh, feeling like they may be lacking a little bit, bit of spirituality or just any advice in general. Yeah. So, you know, I think one of the things is really trying to explore um, yourself. And when I mean that is asking yourself questions. And I'm a big person of, and I say this all the time, write it down, journal it or do something because you become more intentional and then you see it on paper. So ask yourself things like, you know, who am I? That's a big question. I know, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, who am I? And what brings me faith or hope um, in times of challenges? And, And when I go through those challenges, how can that hope or faith get me through those challenges, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a good place to start, but that's like a big picture. So if you, I also tell people that if that's a bit too much for you because it's a bit overwhelming, then start for today. Look at your day for today and ask yourself, what gave me meaning today? What gave me, what, what was my purpose for today? And if you still can't see that, then try to think about what you want your meaning to be for tomorrow rather than mm-hmm. this big picture. But doing mm-hmm. all that and exploring that may help you. And then trying to, see that your meaning is connected to everything that you do, but you have to gain clarity on that first, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think those are great um, starting points for people who um, may be a little bit hesitant or fearful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed chatting with you today and uh, definitely had a memory pop up of doing Tai Chi in the Integrative Medicine <laughs> Fellowship program. Yes. That was super fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so lastly, if people want to reach out to you or connect with you, how can they do so? Well, I am on Facebook, so um, you can follow, you can see me there, follow me there. And I also, um, you can get to my website, which is spiritualityismedicine.com. You can always um, do a contact form and reach me there as well. Excellent. All right. Well, it was really great chatting with you. Um, Take care and we'll chat again soon. Perfect. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wish Well podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please subscribe and follow along every week for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at wishwell.health and at our website, wishwell.health.blog. 
Until next time, I wish you health and I wish you wellness. Thank you.